got to ask you a question, Jared. How you doing? I'm doing good. Is that the question? <laughs> it's one of them. Okay. How are you doing? Let me, let me answer your question with a question. How are you doing, though? I'm doing good, Jared. It's nice yeah. to be here. It's good to have you back. Blue room. <laughs> um, I was working on my boat today for a little yeah. bit, and I had to replace my work light, and I had an extra light bulb. It's my last light bulb. Oof. You know, I took a photo of the of the um the case, sure. <laughs> so I remember which ones. Um, anyway, I put it in there, and it immediately blew up. But it didn't like blow the glass. It just made this Oof. awesome smoke inside, like a little terrarium. You like know, like halogen or what? No, no, just incandescent. incandescent one. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit. And it's not like I left this thing outside or whatever. And I don't think it's necessarily faulty. Maybe just a bad bulb. Maybe the bulb had been sitting there for a while. Maybe the connections are, are bad. But it got me thinking, why <laughs> Why did everybody in the 50s lick the bottom of a light bulb before they put it into <laughs> the socket? Did they do that? Yeah, but you never see that shit? Uh-uh. Well, just to make a good connection, right? It's a conductor. It's a conductor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it went through my head right there. It was like, maybe, maybe this is a case where I should have just did that like hey, man, it's not, mouth it's... lick. All-purpose lube, man. <laughs> Do you think that works? You think it helps? Works on everything. <laughs> I was, you can't you clean something. Be like, lick your thumb and smudge on something. It's like an all-purpose cleaner. It's yeah, yeah. It, it does okay. it all. I'm bottling it. All right. Me and Ron Popeil are gonna sell the shit out of it. I was. I'm afraid I might cut my mouth if I try it, but I'm gonna try it next time. I'm gonna bring. <laughs> I'm bringing that back. Along with half shirts. It's, yeah, it's the season, dude. You got it's the season of the half shirt. Did you notice mine's a little bit shorter? A today? little bit, but it's good. You got you got nice abs. So don't worry about it. Oh, thanks, yeah. brother. Yeah, I'm creeping. I'm gonna. I'm slowly gonna shorten shirts. It's like you know where your hair is growing, or or you eat too many tomatoes yeah, like and you turn orange or something like quarter that. Quarter inch per month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna recede my shirt like a hairline. <laughs> well, you know, you're down with a pretty dope seamstress. You can just keep taking it in, taking it in, taking mm-hmm. it in. Yeah, I can pull this off. Nice. Let's see where you're at by the end of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Van Haven, you just be straight. <laughs> Daisy Duke. And Can we do that for Van Haven this year? Is make it, make a, a run of half shirts? Oh, wow. Only if they're mesh, though. Really? Okay. Yeah, I like the old, like the old. Uh... Do you like you like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the last half it's shirt? Like a quarter shirt at that point. Yeah. Have you ever worn a mesh half shirt? Fuck no. Let me just tell you this. They're incredibly comfortable. I'm sure they are. Yeah. No, I've never. No. It's like, uh, I think Robin Williams said this about velvet pants and making uh, Dead Poet Society. He said, sure, it feels good to piss in velvet pants, but nobody wants to see it. <laughs> that sums it up. That says it all. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll come back to it because Van Haven's coming for sure. This episode might even be out by then. No, I think we're on it. I think no, this is going to come out a month before. So, yeah. when? Yeah, mark your calendar. September seventh. Waiting for you to say it. Split second for it because I can remember. Give it. How about do a little promo for Van Haven right now? Let's see. You know, if you don't know what Van Haven is, Van Haven is the brainchild of. Uh, Yours and myself and our partner Oliver. And it's just a van show. Nothing too much more fancy than that. You okay. got a dope van. Right. You bring it down to Georgetown, polish it up, show it off. Show, show us what you got. 
and people bring some pretty cool fucking bands to this thing. I'm amazed. Sorry, every year. I don't think we were rolling on that one. That's it. <laughs> I'm amazed every year at what shows up. It's pretty great. Yeah, it is. And this is the fifth year, and San Gennaro's happening at the same time. Yeah, so always linking up. Walk around, get some Italian food, walk it off by checking out crazy vans. Van Gennaro is at you again this year. You know what I realize every time I eat some of the awesome food there? When I do walk around the vans. On my way to San Gennaro, I'm checking out the chrome. I'm checking out just the, the style of it and the spectacle. Yep. Coming back from San Gennaro, when I start seeing the vans again, and I'm kind of familiar with them at this point, I start looking at, that would be sweet to take a nap in. That would be sweet to take a nap in. I like where the napping station is on that one. It's one of the unsung features of a van. The napping. Yeah, and pasta. (laughs) You know what we should do? What should we do? Start talking about music. Yeah, man. Yeah. Once again, we're on that second album tip. The great second albums. I think this one qualifies in most any way you could qualify it. Yeah. This is a... a, it, it brought me back listening to this album. Right. I, I downloaded it about, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago in preparation, not knowing we were going to do it. And uh, this is a good album, man. It's Oasis. Um, what's, it, what's, it, what's the story? What's, uh, what's, a, what's a, what you want? What's the, it's what's the stories? Per, no, it's what's the story parentheses? Morning Glory, question mark. It's, yeah. it's, it's not great grammar. It's tough to say. It's, it's, it's just what's the story, Morning Glory. It you, rhymes. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Very Nipsey Russell. What's the story, Morning Glory? Hey. What's he talking about there? I have no fucking clue. We're going to see the lyrics scroll by today, though, so we might have some revelations. Good. Because wow. I, I tried watching some of their uh, interviews. Ooh. I can't understand a goddamn thing they're saying. They do need subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty badly. But the way this album's recorded sounds awesome. It's super clean. And uh, they, they're they doing that um, that thing where you understand them way more the way they sing than when they talk. Yeah. Yeah. And Britons are able to do that. You can't do that going the other way. You can't <laughs> right. do it going the other way. Uh-huh. And uh, they they were large, but this record really made them really large. Yeah. Right? Let me yeah. just was like cemented it. We're talking October 2nd, 1995. Wow. There's a lot of good media going on around this time. MTV's in its heyday. And as far as a where were you when, that's basically how these guys got on my radar. Yeah. Because they were everywhere. They were. And it was the songs off of this album um, that just dominated the airways. You, you Watching, again, the interviews and the media coverage and... And the brothers are fighting again. There's always, <laughs> they're immediate darlings for a while. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, their music um, is amazing. This album can is, be, yeah. is one, again, that you can just play over and over and over again. The first song is the great intro to how the last song ends. I mean, they really yeah, did a hell of a smooth, job lining this thing up. It's a smooth move. Yeah, it's a good one. It's like a batting lineup. You know, it a good was, album is yeah, like yeah. a batting lineup. They were on creation records for this. And it's worth noting, that's also where uh, My Bloody Valentine, Jesus and Mary Chain, and like Primal Scream oh, wow. were on. And, if, and that's, you might be sitting in America going, who the fuck? But those guys were large yeah. in Britain at yeah. the time. And made a dent over here. I mean, people know Jesus and Mary Chain and My Bloody Valentine. There's a little more cultish over here. Yep. 
Primal Scream too, for that matter. But and then you have Oasis. Obviously, very different from all of those. But they, who knew that at the time? Only Oasis believed they were Oasis when they put out that first album. Yeah. <laughs> They have a lot of confidence. Must have looked quaint to some people. Like, oh, look at these guys. Yeah. No. They believed it, and thus everyone else did. Yeah. They knew we're onto something great, and they're total twats. But (laughs) what are you gonna do? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like Wonderwall's not a jam. Okay, you know. Let's prove it with the first song, man. They didn't molest any children that I know of. No, they're just rough. They're just jerks. Like you said with the intro. Parts of this song um, remind me of the students too. I mean, that's oh. like TVI right there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, I never heard that before, but you're exactly right. Let's bring it into that that Tom Heavy swing. Now that is the theme to Full House. <laughs> and it's a, they have these just these very strange. Not, I guess not strange, but um. Uh, several sub changes and, and te- they add a lot of texture to the yeah. rhythm of the song. Big Beatles fans, admittedly. Yeah. And it, it comes through. Well, I think they celebrate it. They don't rip it off, they celebrate it. You know, you see where that influence comes in. Yeah. They, they, that just meaning that they enjoy good songwriting, good pop songwriting. Right. And these songs are great pop songs. Just converge with a sound and a time, and boom, there you go. You got the second album. And like proper bridges, pre choruses. It's just the structure is classic. Yeah, but they, they hang into that. Uh, they just do twice through on that one, go into this section. The full house part. Yeah, the full house part. They they uh, mark the uh, Beatles as their influences as well as Bob Saget. <laughs> as you do. Bob Saget. And I always like uh, Noel's guitar playing because it was like not that great. It made me feel like I was kind of cool. <laughs> it's 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 fine. But he has some he's got some moves that he just kinda does. Yeah. And so do I, so I feel, I feel good about that. Yeah, Kindred Spirit. That's, that's not shade, that's game recognizing game right there. Hello, hello, see? Not a Beatles song. Conspiracy teams. Now, of course, I wasn't familiar with this song when this came out. I didn't listen to the albums, I listened to all the cuts, the, all the, the singles the and singles what have you. Never even, yeah. never. 
felt like exploring them any further. I felt like I'm getting, I'm getting what, it, you know, I'm getting what I need from them. I feel like this might be the first Oasis album that I got. Um, off the strength of listening to the singles on that first one, and not by I don't think I ever owned to this day. I might still not own the first one. Yeah. Um, but the singles on the first one were so good. I, that album came out. I I picked it up immediate. I didn't listen to the first one. <clears throat> yeah. <Perfect>. Yeah. <clears throat> Take two. I didn't listen to the first oh, one beautiful. in preparation for deciding uh, how I'd feel about the second one and any kind of rhythm that they may share or depart from. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my neighbor Donna at the Green Ghetto had just got the album. And uh, and that's when I went and got the album after listening to it with her. And I was like, oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. She was big uh, Oasis head. Shout out, Donna. What's up? And it was on. I've got so many albums from listening to listening to albums with girls is nice. It should be done at, at all. Yeah. Opportunities. Yeah, it is. Do you play the a feminine lot of music? perspective is is good to have. As far as uh, you're surrounded by uh girls in your house. Do you so play all I do is listen to music with girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys are you play music loud in the house? I mean like is it on um, Yeah, yeah. If I turn it too loud they get mad, but but they'll accept it at like reasonable. They're like old men. I don't get it, but <laughs> I keep it at a reasonable volume. For the sake they of made my you family. draw a line yeah. after four. <laughs> exactly. They got a little grease pencil marker. Not past here. Goddamn. Same thing in the car. Too. Like turn it down. Hi-fi system. God, put some earplugs in, you fogies. Well, you know what that is? That's fresh ears yeah, that work real well. Oh, <laughs> Your knife is too sharp. You That's can get right. cut that way. That's right. Some shit you don't need to hear. Frankly, I just want you guys to be able to appreciate how the mid-tones all mud together. <laughs> Feel why those little arms on your hairs are moving right now? That's bass. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> uh, when it comes to this song, actually, I just don't get it. This is not this is not my favorite song on this record. And it's not terrible, but it's just, it, it's roll with it, right? Which, first of all, you can't steal that from. Uh, you got to roll <laughs> with it, baby. Steve Winwood, right? Yeah, yeah. that's Steve um, Winwood. You know, yeah, I that's think, his uh, title, guys. Incubus did the same thing with. Uh, they did. They wish you were here. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's ah, me. Come on, you could have. You could have said, "I'm, I'm, I'm longing Yours you." Or isn't something. better. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. actually it's, yeah. a, it's good, but it's not better. Don't so don't. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> ah, you shouldn't have. Uh, so I just, I oh, just, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. By the way, you know what we got to do? We got to set a precedent with the quality of our podcast because the BBC has their own fucking show that just came out called The Next Episode. And it's 15 minutes of several different interviewers doing little slices of life. What? Yeah, they're on like episode 15 now. Oh, fuck out of here. That's cute. Dude, we're up. We're going to be up against Giants. BBC. BBC. Inter- Intercontinental. No, wait. <sighs> Yeah. It's uh, international and intercontinental. We got continents going out of here. We got, we got goddamn continents, dude. They got they got no pull over here. We declared independence like a long time ago. They can go fuck themselves. We have precedence, is yeah. what I'm hoping to use in the letter that you're gonna the cease and desist that we're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, BBC can straight up eat one because we've been at this for over ten years. BBC, you've been doing your get thing, but you 
You did not have the next episode for 10 years. Respect this game. Might sign. <sighs> Make you roll with it. Stone song that would have been left off of their album. And the lyrics don't, or the words don't make it. Yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it is. He just said it right there. It's just all too much. The song, that's, I think that's the problem that I have with the song. It's all just a bit too much. Yeah, do you think they're purposely being on the nose? They're being little cheeky boys like the police? <laughs> oh, these guys are definitely cheeky boys. Yeah, they they bicker a lot. Yeah, and that's brothers, I guess, but I, I have brothers in my band that do not get along like that. They, yeah, they, they don't get along well a lot of the time. But they need each other? I'm not sure. I'm not really... Not, a, not currently, apparently, because they're, they're still on the beef. I read that uh, their father was abusive. Fuck out of here, really? Yep. <laughs> Physically abusive to them and their brother Paul. Yeah. And um, and at one point, uh, Noel, Noel. <laughs> um, the older brother. Yeah, yeah. Noel. I, I think he he said to his dad, uh, if you come around us any, any other time from here on out, I'm going to break your legs. Wow. Like straight up. Put put the kibosh on it. Fuck off! Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. you, Dad. All right. Right, yo, fucking sticks. It doesn't excuse this song, but no, that's a good story. No, you know, <laughs> that's what he's thinking. He's like, I gotta roll with this. Let's yeah, is that here. what this song is about? It's the only thing. I'm just saying, it's they're all coming. like some like uh, platitudes that it's like a, a weak false empowerment anthem that I don't. Yeah, I hate that shit. I can't get down with that. Yeah. You just gotta do the best and get up every day. Yeah. Take he, the test, dude. He said, he said he wrote this when he was being choked out by his dad from the belt. <laughs> but yeah, you feel however you want to feel with your empowerment. <laughs> it's just not... They've got other empowering songs that are just better than this, I suppose. It's not a good second song. I mean, it, it has a pace to it. So that, you know, technically that works. And, um, you know, it's catchy. Yeah, in a tired sort of way. In a very tired sort of way. It was tired then. It's not gotten yeah. better in the last 20-some years. Yeah. I just wish there was better tambourine work on it. Oh, my God. You know who plays all the tambourines on this album? Who's that? Liam is credited as playing all tambourines on this record. Let's see him get his shine. I don't know if he's doing it right there, but I could, I could see it. He is. It. They got it mixed way down. <laughs> I got to change the screensaver on this right quick. Yeah. Yeah, you take it or leave it. It's uh, you know, it's not their best song by any means. Should have been uh, maybe five or six one. down the track listing. I'm thinking. Yeah, but it, you know, does it set up? Um, does it set up the greater rhythm, Jared? You know, sometimes, sometimes you got to bury a deficiency second because you're so confident in what's going to come afterwards. We figured that out on Regatta de Blanc. Yeah, sequencing is everything. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, that police documentary was great on Netflix. Can't stand losing you. I loved it. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, bro. Good to hear. Yeah, I, I can just fade that one out. Ick. But that has not stopped this album from being a great second album. 
can't fuck it up with one song. It's just, or can you? If the song is bad enough, maybe you could. So, what's the album that's awesome, but that one song just made it fucking terrible? God, that's a tough one. I don't have one. It's had to have happened, but I'm not calling one to mind. You're saying an album. You can have a dinger. But the dinger outshines the album. Yeah, Dude, I don't know. People if, get fired for that shit. That's that producer doesn't work anymore. <laughs> uh, those albums get shelled, huh? Dude, maybe that's Probably. how some one hit wonder shit happens, where like the album's really good, but they just placed it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot. It's some. That's the dark arts, dude. <laughs> one rotten apple doesn't spoil my great second album bunch. No, it can't. Uh, By definition. But is it a head fake? Get you prepared for the third song, which fuck me, it's Wonderwall, which is a fantastic song. I mean, you know, sometimes you gotta have dark right next to light <laughs> to make the light look brighter. You know sure, what I'm saying? Sure. And uh, if you haven't heard the, the problematic Ryan Adams version of this song, it's pretty dope too. It just shows you what a good song it is. Anyone can take it. And this, uh, how many campfires did this one get sung around? All of them in 1995. This song is about George Harrison, who later ended up beefing with one of the Gallagher brothers. There were guns thrown around. I heard that's how he got stabbed. That, uh, Today is gonna be the day that well they're gonna throw it back to you. Like I didn't know that was coming for the last 24 years. I just want to say that is that is a very popular uh, Beatles chord right there. The way he's shifting around those D chords is a very Beatles-y thing to do. Yeah, all you need yeah, is yeah. Love. like. Yeah. I mean, you say backbeat right yeah. there, and then you throw in the backbeat. This is—it's so on the nose in a beautiful way. In a beautiful Every way, because fucking pace. what Beatles song does this remind you of? Not, not. It's just yeah. vaguely Beatles. Yeah. Melody, yeah. hey, great melody. Good on you, Noel. That's a good one. That's, well put, dude. That's your entry into the books. I forgive you for stepping on that fucking post <laughs> for what you just said there. Somebody fell into the post. Not hitting the post. The post hit me. It would land on Plymouth Rocks. Post landed on us. I love singing this song. I fucking love singing this song. I signed up Hillary and Bob to sing this at Kamikaze Karaoke one night, and yeah. they were so fucking mad at me. I thought it, I thought I was throwing him a softball, yeah, man. Yeah. Who doesn't? No, it's this one's tough because those the maybe yes, dude, sure. if you don't hit that yeah. perfectly, it is the worst, flattest, <laughs> long hold. And maybe you're gonna. Oh, dude, you can fall off this song. Really one of the better easy. drum fills of the '90s. We just flew by there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just but, for being casual. But that that kind of fill starts showing up everywhere on this album. True. I love the way the drums are approached on it. And even though on that second song, it's kind of a tired Tom beat, it's fun as balls to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, and th- this album does a few of those things where it's just like, it takes you on a, maybe an emo- emotional roller coaster or whatever, but kind of reminds you, like, we're just jamming here. Yeah. We're fucking, we're just throwing, throwing good music out there. That's, this album... I was writing down this earlier. It, it kind of makes me want to do better. Like, I really appreciate the skill that's going into this, but also that 
that lyrical flow to it. You know, the, the, it seems like they enjoy playing music, right. despite any kind of arguing or that whatnot. That shit comes through. They it, gotta it be does. conscious that this is awesome. <laughs> there's a lot of detractors. There's a lot of Oasis detractors, and their reasons are understandable. I just don't agree with them. There's people that, you know, well, in, in England or the UK or most of Europe, I don't know how that works. There was a big rivalry between these guys and Blur. And yeah, it was like, it was Stones and Beatles. It was like, you were Elvis or you were Beatles. It was, you were Blur or you were Oasis. Yeah. Biggie or Tupac. And in and, and, um, Liam and Noel's opinion on that, that was totally media fabricated. Oh, and a blessing. Like, beefs sell records. That's so, it. Like, go with it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big thing, was the Blur just gotta roll with to it. Oasis. Yeah. They just got <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't. I couldn't find anything where they were like, "Oh, he's a fucking twat." I think I'm Damon Albarn and Noel are pretty chummy these days, actually. Yeah, like, you got to feel like a little bit like you guys went through something together. Sure. After some time. Yeah, yeah. And both have done okay for themselves. They're like, they will be all right. Yeah. So, dude, the good to bad. The Queen is a hell of a fucking band. And there's a they have a couple albums. I think it's tough to. Say great second albums if a third doesn't come, you know. Right, does it become a great final album? I'm sorry. For a second, I thought it was going to be that long hold drum fill. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to get there. No, but that was trippy, man. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, oh man, have I been missing something this whole time? Yeah, well, what can you say about Wonderwall that hasn't already been said about Wonderwall by a thousand, hundred thousand million drunk people caterwauling it into the night at karaoke I'll tell around you what, the world? Wonderwall, you got to be careful wearing that in he- with headphones on because you will get way into your head. <laughs> you might just join in. You, you, you're going to join train. in. You might roll a tear. Who knows what they're <laughs> singing about? What the fuck are they singing about? I don't know. It's like... Uh, it's like I heard it was about George Harrison, but it's not even like nice. Maybe that's why they started beefing. So the fire in your heart is out. I don't. What's a Wonderwall? I think might be the name of. Okay, here we go. Someone's gonna have to fact yeah, check the fuck on, out of this because I'm not. Go, I'm not doing it. I think the name of a movie, like like a quasi porno movie or something. It's not like a vision board, and then maybe a George Harrison song. I don't know. Somebody just Wikipedia it for yourself. Are we gonna do everything? We gotta do everything. <laughs> I, think the, I think the detectives should fucking whenever they make their their uh, big boards with the pictures and all the string uh, attaching this mob boss to this guy and this person. <laughs> I think that should be called Wonderwall. That is because you're like, I wonder. Da. I wonder what's oh, going on there. Yeah. Is there? No, it, you're saying it's a porno movie. I don't so, know. <laughs> I don't know. I read it one time when I was super high on Wikipedia, and uh, it was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know if I want to know any more about this song. I, I can put so much onto it. it. Right. It's, you it's, know? Just, it's a Rorschach test for your own mind. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. I'm finding a lot of this album's kind of like that. <laughs> you project what you want it to be. It's like, it brings you right there. Yeah. They do it with the melody. They do it with the harmony and the fucking rolling drums. It's great. I do... Very much love this next song as well. Don't look back in anger. Yeah. Which I think, uh, even the verses, I love the melodies and the verses. And it's so, he could just, he had a talent for just 
sounding snotty, <laughs> like mm-hmm. in, he, insolent. Yeah. Like you, you, yeah, yeah. you could hear the smirk on his face. <laughs> he could, it was an audible smirk <laughs> on his face. And I love it. It's just the right attitude. I think with this song, they doubled down on everything they just set up. Everyone yeah, found their roles and doubled down on them. This is feeling Beatles of all hell. Slip oh, yeah, they just, yeah, yeah, just did to get in there. Yeah, but they, but they cut everything in half, like from the intro from the other song. They just did it quicker. They did yeah. it quicker, faster on this. Melina Filter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad at it, man. I could have loved this song. Great chorus. I mean, the chorus. It's awesome. I just bet you people in Europe sing them in soccer stadiums all the time. Because they're <laughs> cheeky boys. The brains I had went to my head. That's cheeky it. boy. <laughs> yeah, it's very late Beatles psychedelia going on in the background. Dude, that's some hard-hitting lyrics there, dude. Poor Sally. In crescendo and then. Hang it up there. I don't know, you gotta be a little bit dead inside to not want to whistle that later. It's like, girl, don't go away, man. Just go away. Yeah, I, I think this is where the abuse comes in. <laughs> like, you need to be. You need to be beat around a little bit to have this kind of callous. Where and and I don't. I mean, maybe it's the resolve. This is this is like I, I got. I'm taking care of myself here. I got to take care of myself. I got to put my head somewhere else. Just you know, don't look. Don't, you know, don't look back in anger. Don't put your life in the hands of a rock and roll band. It's either, that always always strange. We'll throw it away, all the way. Yeah. That's so I am the walrus in the background. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's referring to a revolution in the bed. Yeah, who had a bed in? By the way, this is Noel singing, isn't this? I think Noel sings this one. I just talked about his sneer, and it's actually Noel. And they both got it. It So you're talking about Liam's sneer. I was talking about Liam's sneer, but Noel's got a good sneer on this song. Yeah. I think Noel's got the wry sense of humor, too. And it's just so in line with the theme of this song. Well, you remember the old... uh, Unplugged that came out around the time of this yeah. album, and Liam sat in the balcony the whole time and watched his brother sing all the songs. Yeah, so that was one of their more famous uh, <laughs> disputes. Yeah, yeah. What's going on here? So an hour before, um, Liam says, "I'm not going to do the show," <laughs> and he says it's because his fucking um, because his uh, fucking throat hurt. Hang on, let's hear this, Phil. Boom! 
Yeah. I mean, that is so celebratory. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He didn't have to do that. Uh-uh. He wanted to. <laughs> and you wanted him to, too. That's what you need to really... This Really, this is an album of self-discovery. <laughs> you, you're going to find out some shit about yourself. Yes. Yeah. That maybe you do through. like cute puppies. And maybe you like sunny days and ice cream. Yeah. And that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can like nice songs yeah. with good melodies sung by really terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is this song. This album's kind of like a dig deep. Yeah. They're, they're digging deep on this one. Um, so he says, my throat hurts. I'm not going to sing. And uh, maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. They said they tried like three songs and they sounded fucking awful. So Noel was like, I'm, I'll, I'll do it. Put the team on your back. Yep. And um, it may have been a big time move, too. Could have been. Maybe in a little bit of big timing. Um, because Noel writes all the songs. Liam sings the songs. Noel plays the guitars on the songs. Right. Um, and I don't know if that's ever caused any friction or whatnot, but I think in some of the interviews, <laughs> what I was trying to decipher is, They'll riff back and forth a little bit, like some cutting jokes, the the kind that... Oh, right in front bro- of each other, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of uh, brothers do. And towards the end of the MTV set, um, Noel refers to one of the songs, he goes, and here's another one that I wrote, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and the thing is, he Deleted. sounded great. Yeah. He pulled it off, and it added depth to some of those songs, especially like Acoustic Wonderwall. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. His songs back that night a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then uh, um, what? Uh, Bad I move think, by Liam. I think it was whatever he was trying to accomplish. Fucked up in his face that night. Yeah, and apparently he was fucked. He showed up fucked up. Ah, there you go. Um, and so uh, three months later, they go. They're supposed to have a thirteen week U.S. tour, but Liam says, "I can't. I'm going to go house hunting." <laughs> Cancels the tour because he needs to hunt for a house with his lady. Yeah, see, that's some bullshit, man. There's some bullshit going on there. Bullshittery. There's some other bullshit, say, then there's some amplified big timing going on. Right, but I have to say that historically, I've kind of been Camp Noel on that one. Seems yeah. a little more level-headed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure he's got his moments. Sure. But when it came down to it, I always thought Liam was kind of a twat. Feels that way, doesn't yeah. it? He acts that way, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... Wonderful to watch. Remember, he came on TRL, high as fuck. Yeah. And Carson Day was like, how you doing? God like, yeah, what brings you down here today? <laughs> God like, yeah? How, how are you doing lately? God like, that's all he would say for the whole interview. Yeah. Brilliant TV. Yeah, yeah. It was glued. Fucking, fucking, you're right. Times Square, high off your face. Can um, you relate? Do you think, uh, oh shit, I don't know. I think I think you should put something over there. You should, you should put something in here. Ah, uh, yeah, that? Yeah, 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 okay. Because, Jared... Are we at the halfway point? No. 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 No, we're not at the halfway point yet. How, how much time do we have? Are we, you know, 43. Till 43? Yeah. Do you think, uh... Oh, do you think taking this little break is, uh... Is gonna be a threat assessment? Oh, Jesus! What? You just fly in out of Shanghai today... <laughs> Like, it ain't no thing, and you want to throw a motherfucking gun assessment on top of it, right in my face like that? Right in your face, dude. It's borderline disrespectful, but I'll, I'll allow it. Well, I'll tell you what. Don't somebody jerk my headphones out of the... <laughs> <laughs> I'll 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do it, but this world has. I wasn't some, ready. Who who's ready for threat assessment? I think we got to get ready for this threat assessment. This threat assessment brought to you by Cowlitz County Marijuana. If you're trying to find an oasis during the middle of your <laughs> podcast, rely on Cowlitz County, California. Cowlitz County. County Washington. Oh, County 40, Washington. County 40. Jared, the first threat I want to bring up on threat assessment. <laughs> Communism. Oh. Yeah, you just sit on that for a second. I don't have to. I know how I feel about communism. I'm yeah. I know how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh it's like it's like so many other things. Um, I believe it probably could be carried out correctly by some better, more evolved uh type of human. Mm-hmm. Um and so would capitalism. Could probably work pretty well if it was executed by more elevated and enlightened human beings. Yeah, it's not though. It's, right. It's it's <laughs> it's shitty. Um. Yeah. Um. It's not a perfect doesn't system, me. but it's a system. It's a system that people fuck up. Yeah. I mean, share everything. That sounds it's, very Christ-like to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And that's that's. You know, that's a lot of media right there, too. So I was just in Shanghai. It's a communist country. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, That's a little... <laughs> oh, yeah, they're communists. That's right. Well, China's a communist country. Yeah, yeah. Shanghai's a city. Uh, and a really nice city. It was cool. Very progressive. Now, the communists came in, uh, you know, a bunch of years ago and leveled most of Shanghai as far as, like, the old shit. Wow. And then just rebuilt it. And Shanghai is a fucking vast metropolis of huge buildings and, and shit going on. A lot of stuff going on in Shanghai. Clean. Um, yeah. People, from what was explained to me, are more polite in Shanghai than other parts of China. Okay. Um, and I got to sit down with our host, a younger guy. And, uh, and I asked him, we were asking about communism and stuff. And um, and stuff. That's exactly how I worded it too. Some of communism and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's basically he just explained a system of of making people a little bit more polite. Yeah. Um, now it's not there aren't uh, you know you think of communism you think of the bread lines and you're thinking of uh, yes it's yours is everybody's right. kind of stuff. It, it was not that's not what was going on over there. That's, what did we get? Did we get bamboozled on that one? <laughs> I'm just Hoodwinked. saying. I'm just saying. I'm with you. Meh. Yeah, man. You know. It's fine. It's that's that's their way. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. They seem like they got lots of money. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's exactly. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. It's some human rights issues, but you know. <laughs> yeah. We keep kids in cages. <laughs> so therefore, this, from this gigantic glass house, I shall not throw a stone. All right. Number two on criticize. <laughs> Let's finish on that one. Socialism. <laughs> really? Are we going all okay? Socialism? Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's kind of <laughs> it's a thin line. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I think democratic socialism is a nice idea. Already we're already most of the way there. Again, got, I think there's a lot of blurred line. You got socialized like firefighters, yeah. police forces, it's all you know. Social security, it's right there in the name. I'm starting to think the problem is with the ism. 
Yeah. The ism. The ism. The what the fuck? <laughs> Number three, Bill Cosby. That's, uh, <laughs> that's not it, no. <laughs> he tweeted on Father's Day, though. It was uh, interesting. Anyway. <laughs> Here's the past. Oh, my God. What a jerk. Yeah, yeah. The, the socialism, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Borderline, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling like a light fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's already happening. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to know what's number three? <sighs> you got to tell me. I was open. I was I was getting. I didn't know the threat assessment was going to come. I was queuing it up a little bit just in case it was there. But the Boeing seven thirty three, seven thirty seven max. Seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. The max. Holy fucking shit! I don't like that, man. I'm having trouble that's with that a, one too. That's a holy fucking shit to me. Ooh, I already don't was it enjoy. Seven, it was seven thirty-seven max, right? Yeah, I already do not enjoy flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And now you tell me that I'm getting in like the pinto of airplanes. Well, you know, I, I don't know what's going wrong with it. Only two have crashed. Only two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> but like, man, I, I we we really do hold. Airlines to a high standard. Yeah, they cannot fuck up. You can you can lose my luggage. I get it. Yeah, but keep on that maintenance. And w- when we sign that contract, if fucking taking me in the sky, boy, I want it on the up and up. Read that whole instruction manual. <sighs> Read that. Whew. So uh, yeah, the yeah. whole story is kind of iffy. Like designs were made for efficiency that didn't quite jive with safety here and they didn't get the upgrades but they yeah. these they paid for it but they as didn't as long as you can pack three extra people per side oh. of the plane oh. Oh. make sure everybody's got thrombosis by the time they land you know it's all good <laughs> you don't want that fucking Shit. plane thrombosis Airplanes. Thrombosis? airplanes on the list in general because that's holy fucking shit no no we're keeping it to that yeah. we need the airplanes airplanes are doing a really good job i had a lot of 737s in my day i had some pretty good chicken on the plane, on the way home, I'm eating the airplane food now, yeah. and they almost always have something to, to at least give me some, you know, you sink your teeth into. It. Yeah, yeah, I forget what I had going over there, <laughs> but it was pretty good. Um, Whole rice pilaf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's more. Double down. Sorry, dude. <laughs> War with Iraq. We going or Iran. with Iran? See, it's it's. it's, it's Freudian slip you had right there. Yeah. Or they were, fuck out of here. Like, not to, uh, whose joke was that back in the day? Really, Iran, don't don't they have to go through, like, don't they have to fight up through the ranks to get to us? Shouldn't they have to <laughs> build up their record before they get in the ring? Well, you know, the story is the drone was in uh, international air, you know, airspace, and they say, no, it dipped over on our fucking border for... Fucking however many miles. They shot it down. I, I, quite honestly, props. <laughs> <laughs> because you, as you or me to go shoot one of those down. I, I don't know how long it would take me to figure out how to do it. They uh, shot it down. And uh, what was it? Was it, a, it was a spy plane. It was yeah. a spy drone. Yeah. You're spying. You shot down your spy plane while you were spying on people. Yeah. How the fuck you think that works? Yeah, but we were in the air in the airspace. We were air, we were, we were over the 
the GPS says that we were in the yeah. basically the argument, right? We dropped GPS a dope says, cyber attack on them last week, though, too. Yeah, and then we gave a little cyber, a little cyber something, a little, a little cyber sneak. We gave a little, a little <laughs> yeah. cyber snatch. We <laughs> gave a little. Yeah, you like that? You like that? That's for nothing. I'll try something, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what, what it feels like, and it also feels like some some uh, trumping up for a possible uh, election that maybe is happening in a year and a half, right? Oh, is a war almost a threat a year and a half outside of an election? Are we fucking sick of that shit? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit. Get like, the fuck out of here. We don't have to go to war down there. No. Get the That's fuck out of here with required. all of that. That's not required. <laughs> they they should have, they got to they gotta fight like three other countries before they even can mess with us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and I'm going to drop this one on you. Threat assessment. <laughs> Border security. Jesus Christ, dude. I don't know, I was just Is that one of the on. answers we can do now? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. You can give me a get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um it's 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 uh, uh like I don't think it's a holy fucking shit situation. Um people it's and there's a lot right <laughs> now, dude. Really? You're an asshole. <laughs> like it, the numbers coming through right now are a little high. They've been higher. They've been lower. But uh, I don't think a wall is going to stop the drugs from coming or the gangs. And that, isn't that really the problem that we have? We don't have problems with people seeking asylum from fucked up countries. That you, Dude, the gang's all here. Yeah, you, you stay in that country. Oh, they're supposed to stay in that country? Fuck you. Yeah, I don't know. We should probably just leave it. At... I'm going with get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. There's We have it. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not like, you, you know, you say we, got it, we need better border security. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. I think we're doing pretty fucking good. We have a better record than the air, airline. <laughs> you know, as far as statistics of what's coming in and shit sure. that's happening. I think we have excellent border security. I think China has excellent border security. Uh-huh. You got to run your backpack through a little conveyor belt that x-rays it before you get on the subway. And mm-hmm. do you know how much time that delays? Nothing. Right. Not a problem. Move it. Um, I'm not saying uh, I like all my shit checked, but <laughs> well, I'm not transporting anything on the subways. No. Right. That that uh, there was some extra security spots there. There was like uh, you know, in the lobbyways of some of these hotels and office buildings, there's like a lady or dude in a uniform with a dog. Mm-hmm. All I ever saw that dog do was lay on the nice, cool tile. <laughs> you know, catching um, whiff of nothing. I think the, I think the world's got a lot of good security out there. Yeah. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> no, get the fuck out of here. We're doing fine. That was threat assessment. Wow, it was a bummer of a threat assessment. <laughs> Don't say we didn't warn you. Because we did. God damn it. Oh, yeah. We were basically all in agreements, too. Yeah. Except right? for the last one. You, you obviously, you said so, meh. And yeah. so, obviously, you, 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 I, I am, you're worried. I'm really you're worried. I'm, I am worried about our northern border. Yeah. <laughs> don't need any more, like, Justin Bieber should have got sent back. A lot of problems. We're securing against the wrong thing, dog. Yeah, dude. We got our own maple syrup. Yeah. We don't need theirs. We make beer down here, too. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm changing it to fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> is the name uh, of this next song. And as we roll back into the album. Uh, what's the story, Morning Glory? Strong. Feels like that starting with the chorus uh, right? you know, technique. Getting right down to it. I kind of like this song. It's like, throws it out there. <laughs> it's sassy. It's jaunty. It's like a solo John Lennon song. It's like the Plastic Ono Band. Yeah. It's so boring. I'm not gonna. I swear I won't compare this to the Beatles for the whole podcast. But there's <laughs> some points you gotta just call it out. Hey now, it's not the best song in the album. It's an okay, just kind of cool. Yeah, Diddy. It's a Diddy because some of those. Those, uh, you know, it's called lower points in the album, not so dynamic or whatnot. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's a valley. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not even a bad song. It's just a valley. And it makes for a, a great album to play during a party. You can roll it again. You can slip on the change and play this twice in a row, and nobody's going to really have a problem. But they'll realize it's happening when Wonderwall comes on again. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you have Till Wonderwall and maybe the song, you know, the two songs after. Because what, what, are you going to stop it after Wonderwall and not do Don't Look Back in Anger? <laughs> you fucking monster. <laughs> do that to people. Asshole? Yeah. What are you going to follow that with? If you can't, yeah. You can't. That's the whole point of the story. It needs it. This is a nice back. This is a nice groove, I think. I think it's got that swagger oh, to it. Yeah, it's definitely a step above filler. Like I wouldn't call it that. I don't think it's filler, but it's yeah. It's a little respite from complete awesomeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I don't really know what this song's about either. And for um, for a drummer who's playing the floor time. Tom a lot in these songs. Mm-hmm. He finally gets to do the floor Tom snare build up. <laughs> That's fun to do. Yeah, yeah. It's all over the Tom's. Banging that thing. I respect that. One of my favorite drums on a kid is that floor Tom. Yeah. You put it to work back in the day. I know this. Yeah. Thank you. I have an affinity for it. That's actually one of the... Oh, see, then he goes into Noel Gallagher mode right there. That's, that's one of the better guitar solos on the album. More interesting, I think. But then this is, turns it into every other solo on the album right here. Yeah. I get it. I also learned the pentatonic box. <laughs> I mean, they let that floor tom have some air in it. Not, it's not dead, you know? Yeah, I it's like the production east. on this album, like... Oh, I don't know if we talked about that yet, but I, I enjoy it. And they say this album is loud. 
It was one of the first really compressed to fuck albums. Like it started the the loudness wars. You know that that culminated in the Battle of St. Anger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they say this was the first shot across the bow. <laughs> this Strong was the, shot. This they, was they, the shot heard around the heard around the world and, it, and it very loudly. Um, and I, and I get that it, it is it's. It's produced loudly. And I think, though, at the time, I think it did them a big favor. They jumped out of the radio. They really did. Yeah. yeah. Everyone got wise. And then everything got louder. Everything louder than everything else. Who's the lineup in this? Mm. Glad you asked, Chris. Of course, we mentioned Liam and the singer and tambourine player. <laughs> Noel Gallagher, writer of songs and lyrics and melodies and player of guitars and singing from time to time as we heard this. Now we come to the two Pauls. You got two Pauls in this band, (laughs) which is nuts. Although I think, doesn't you two have two Pauls? Isn't The Edge and Bono's real name is Paul? I know. Hmm. Okay, that's that's yeah. for another podcast. <laughs> like I said, you got Wikipedia. You figure that out. Paul Bonehead Artemis? What the fuck is this? I can't read my own. Yeah. <laughs> he's just Bonehead. He's Bonehead. He's Bonehead, the bass player. That's not another name for No, he's Liam, the other guitar player. See, who gives a fuck about anyone in this band who's not Liam or Noel? Yeah, I feel bad. Anyway, he's the other guitar player. But you know what? He's not just the guitar player because he played all the keyboards and stuff, too. So he's uh-huh. kind of, he's, you know. Shout out, Bonehead. Sorry. That was disrespectful, which has happened right now. I, I, saw, I saw Bonehead in an interview with Noel, and I thought it looked like Rob Corddry. Like, yeah, hey, a little bit of that. Hey, what's going on here? Never never saw the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what anybody in this band look, looks like except for the brothers. Yeah, and even they're, they're pretty generic looking. They're just kind of yeah. very British. Looking. I get them confused all the time. I also appreciate them because they have unibrows, too. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, is that going to be a drinking game now? Next threat assessment. <laughs> that chair. This fucking chair goes on top of the list. And I can tell you right now, my spine is saying, holy fucking shit. <laughs> oh, I'm going to feel that tomorrow. Holy that was a whole body shit. reaction I just had. <laughs> Everything went tense. <laughs> Ooh, don't die. That's what happened. The lizard brain kicked in. Holy me. cow, man, dude. I'm t- talking about bonehead, goddammit. You seriously dropped like three inches. Yeah. That's all it takes. My head hurts. I don't know why. I just got a headache all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the adrenaline headache. <laughs> 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 I could go take a lap. <laughs> life-saving levels of adrenaline coursing through my body right now. <sighs> this, you know what this is. <laughs> Besides my apologize, my apologies to Paul Bonehead, Schmegger Meyer. I don't uh, and Paul Quigsey McGugan. McGugan. Hey McGugan. McGugan. Giggsy. See, Another, that's how you settle the Paul problem. You give them each a nickname. Yeah, hey, Giggsy and Bonehead. Giggsy's a bass player. So I dig this on drums. Alan White, but not that Alan White. It's a different Alan White. Okay. This is the drummer for Oasis, Alan White, not the drummer for Yes, Alan White. Gotcha. Yeah. And he did but a great job. that would be pretty job. fresh if they got Alan White to replace Alan White. 
<laughs> He's like, fuck, that dude's not taking care of himself. <laughs> All that. All right. Apologies to Alan White. You look great. Does he? Yeah, the local I couldn't out pick here. him out either. We went and saw the... Oh, that was me and your... Didn't you go to that pod, podcast? No, it was me and Augie and your lady went and saw Alan White at a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You weren't there. I wasn't there. Well... Did he get he's, big? He's, he's, no, he's just <laughs> old. He's just old, man. I don't know. He's like 70-something. All right. I know the guys in Oasis are only like 63, so, you know. <laughs> well, uh, we're so, 100. I don't know, 1995 this comes out? How old How old am I? 95. I'm 19. Uh, tw- I'm like 20, 19, yeah. Yeah. Just Just moved out on my own not that long ago. Got my feelers out everywhere, soaking in the world. Yeah. Going to see Braveheart. <laughs> Is that, that when it came out? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Love that movie. Yeah. Fucking strong movie that came out there. Um, let's see. I, I had thought I had a list of other things that came out during that time. Well, Give me a second. I can tell you what the top 10 billboard was looking like that week. Yeah, we're about halfway. Yeah, we are. Nice. Let's do it. What a great this okay, I say this a lot, but this is this is a fun top 10. I mean, it's just a fun chart as I'm looking down the the chart even. I'm just seeing some some pretty iconic shit there. Uh but I'll keep it to the top 10. The Woman in Me, Shania Twain. I'm not familiar. I'm not so familiar with that, but I bet you and that but yeah, I would know the singles. Yes, because she was large, like all the way. Yeah, should I? That, that's when she came on my radar too. Yeah, she feels like a woman. That's probably that album. You know what? I, you know what I didn't like about uh, where I really fell off the Shania Twain was maybe her, her next popular song where she's uh, that she doesn't impress me much. Yeah, yeah, and she does the talking in yeah, it. Yeah, that's not a good. It's not good. It's not good. She, never. It never works. And it, and it's one of those tropes that gets tried every now and then. Yeah, unless you're like boys to men or like you okay. know, spinners or okay. something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Don't try talking in a song. Don't do it. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Just stop. They got it. Think about it. Yeah. And reconsider. <laughs> Number nine, Frog Stump by Silverchair. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I think probably on the on the back of that song... Um, fat, Don't do it too, fat boy. Yeah, fat boy song. Fat boy. Um, <laughs> creepy video because it was this big dude in like a boss hog white suit with a pig face, mm, I don't like all jammed that. up, like running through the woods or something. What? I think it was raining and they were playing in the woods too. Or nineties were a creepy time. I just remember thinking it was well lit. And you know what? The guy's like sixteen years old for the drummer. They're they all like very, 14 very young. And sixteen. Yeah. This is one of Bob's favorite bands. <laughs> I had this record. I'm, I won't lie. I had Frog Stump. Yeah. I, it's probably I'm still on that rack out there because who would take it back? Be, he was looking like a young Kurt Cobain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, him and the, what was those guys? The the Vines. They were a lot of people vying for to be the next Kurt Cobain at that point. I don't. Is Kurt, did Kurt kill himself by this point? Yeah. In 94, he had died. Oh, so, so it's fresh. Yeah. So there, you know, he's looking, trying to fill a void right there. Yeah. All right. So, uh, oh, I guess that uh, God, it wasn't <laughs> just Kurt Cobain. It was Easy E had died too, because Bone Thugs and Harmony, E, nineteen ninety nine, Eternal. 
and that was with the crossroads easy had just died and they wrote a song called 1999 no that's the name of the album 1999 eternal not a blown talks of harry fan i'm not gonna lie yeah, I don't know much. Not big on them. I don't uh, know They could have done with a little bit of auto-tune, actually. And I'm not a fan of auto-tune. But they, just, <laughs> they had that one guy that was just a little bit off all the time. And they're doing those harmonies. They're real tight, like rap harmonies. And the one guy just kind of not. <laughs> just like, kind of ruined it. Um, but good on him. Get your money. Crazy Sexy Cool by TLC. And this had to have been number one at some point. It's at seven right, right. here. But I, I feel like that one went to the top. This album permeated. You, Sonic huge. Landscape. Yeah. Waterfalls and shit, right? That's on there? I think. Yeah. Don't ask me those. I, don't kind of, don't ask me I just think all of the TLC songs that I would know are probably on that album. Yeah. So Is that their second album? <sighs> Come back to that. Yeah, right? Dude, number six. Fucking love this album so much. One Hot Minute, Red yeah. Hot Chili Peppers. Number six, and it's you see it's on its way down. So it was higher than that even at one point. It may have got, may have got there because... Chili Peppers were coming off of yeah, yeah. Blood Sugar. We got Dave Navarro on here. It's two great tastes that taste great together. It's it's a hell of an album. And I want to say something, Jared. I always respected you and your Red Hot Chili uh, Pepper fandom. Um, I have because, both versions on the wall. You, yes, and you love this album. I do. And you know what? That wasn't that wasn't terribly popular to say when this album came out. It was not, uh, not a popular take. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Aeroplane is not that good a song this was a stand your test of time kind of album and this one saw it through me and jd were just talking about this album like two days ago that doesn't surprise me (laughs) jd's another staunch believer in this album we that's yeah we have that bond yeah that's a that's a good double stamp of approval yeah yeah it's a it's a fine if you haven't if you slept on one hot minute for a while or you maybe you remember you thought maybe it sucked or something you just spin it one more time (laughs) if you think it sucks you think it sucks but i'm just saying I think uh, it stood up. Yeah. I think it held on. Uh, maybe this hasn't, though. Uh, number five. Debuting at number five. Look at that. Wow. Michael Bolton, greatest hits, 85 to 95. Yeah. Greatest hits, though. That's He's wrapping asterisk. it up. Yeah, that's an asterisk. He's wrapping it up right if, there. If, yeah, I, I don't really consider if your greatest hits album becomes, um, you know, a top-selling album. Of course it will. That's great. It's kind of sure. like, yeah. I think like the Eagles' greatest hits is one of the best-selling albums in the universe. You know, what's he trying to say? Like, well, if I would have arranged all my songs throughout history in this way, <laughs> then I would have had the top What he's album. saying is, if I put this out, that gives me one more uh, record off my contract. Maybe they'll get... I get to sell these songs twice. Right. Back right. when That's back when you could sell records and make money. You think he's going to have a cameo in the new Dune? <laughs> only if he plays the same fucking guy <laughs> uh, he has to come back Holy as the fuck. same drummer guy dude how how awesome would that be if if we just called that right now that would that's insane that you have to give you have to give denny villeneuve an oscar if he does that yeah like that's just i'm sorry yeah uh, everybody else that makes a movie that year <laughs> he he just start slow clapping at the Oscars. Everybody's just like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> From your mouth to God's ears, Chris. That's all I want in life to see now. Dude, tweet, dude, maybe we'll tweet that shit out on the, on the okay. next episode. Uh, remind me. Twitter account, which you should check in on. We actually, yeah. we're we going to step up our nice. media game. We got the, we got the Twitter account going and, uh, we're going to have the Instagram coming up here. We're going to be posting a lot of things about hashtag, uh, Flatter Steve. <laughs> I took some photos out of the airplane today to prove oh. his point. He's he's got something, dude. You think 
Oh, you going? You going to the other side? I'm just saying he's not dumb. That's I don't know where I'm at yet. We'll let him. We'll let him solve this. Anyway, check in on hashtag Flat Earth Steve. <laughs> Tim McGraw. All I want. I couldn't. I, maybe I might know a song off of this. Like, but because uh, that was no, I was done. Tim when I used to work in the grocery store in 1994, they made me listen to country music in the grocery store. But by 95, I was free. Yeah. I didn't have to put up with that anymore. So I did not listen to Tim McGraw. Yeah, yeah. You dropped that. He got a cool hat, though. But I'll give him that. Um, I also do not fuck with number three, Hootie and the Blowfish. Crack review. But that is a humongous album. I couldn't name any songs off of that unless it's I Only Want to Be With You. Right. Which is, if you're driving in your car or you're by yourself at any time, mm-hmm. maybe you're in a fucking restroom and you're taking a dump. Nobody's in there. Yeah. Belting out... Only want to be with you is just fun as hell. Wrong, but moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, number one, and probably had been for a while. Jagged little pill, boom, number one. That that album's large. I never owned it, but I could sing a bunch of songs. I do have it, and there's some good album cuts on there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um. Has Flea and Dave Navarro on that title song? You ought to. That's not the title song. Right. There is a title song in there, but it's her. She sings about the jagged little pill swimming in your stomach. Anyway. <laughs> um, they played on that, though, huh? Yeah, they played on You Ought to Know. That's Flea and Dave. Nice. Fun. Fun yeah, fact. Yeah. And I think. Sharing uh, I the think, charts. Uh, isn't Taylor her drummer? Taylor Hawkins her drummer on that? He was. Uh, probably. Probably. I know he was live. Some strong music. That's yeah. a. That's a. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it's, good music, a, a lot of strong music coming out at this time. That album's pretty good. She was scary. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> we were ready for that. Oh, boy. So we got to start off the second side of this album with uh, Untitled, a.k.a. The Swamp Song, number one. And this is, you know, this is how we wanted to experience the second half of this album. No, it's a stomper. A little LaGrange in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. They got that guitar right mixed where you're not sure it was uh, if it was a voice or not. Right, right. Every yeah. now and then the guitar does that little trick. Oh, and an eerie kick you right off and then some might say... Kind of like I would, I would bet that's a Les Paul. Sounds like a '90s Les Paul. Yeah, what else were they playing through? I don't know <laughs> what the bass was. I don't know what type of drums they had or what. She's doing the whole thing right there. They all just kind of go. <laughs> I'm picking up that tambourine. Oh yeah, playing the fuck out of that tambourine right there. That's a British thing. You gotta tell it to the man. You gotta, you gotta, shine. gotta tell somebody something. Nice harmonies though on the second line. 
Celebratory progression too. Yeah, very you know, major. Is, yeah, yeah, and, and and kind of backing with the lyrics to say in support of it. Once <laughs> again, I love when people sing with their own accent. <laughs> yeah. This singing always felt really authentic too though So he's not writing the lyrics He's singing somebody else's lyrics We were just talking about Elton John who Yeah, yeah Did not write his did lyrics Did the very same thing And makes it feel authentic um, You don't necessarily That's have a, to write it yeah. To make a song feel good That's a gift I, You know Yeah I think that's a oh. <laughs> Wait Yeah, here we go <laughs> I think he recorded like one solo and they just kind of flew it into all the songs. Um, now nah, that's a gift and he's got it. Like, you do believe him. Whatever you might say about him, I think you gotta say you believe him at least. Yeah. He that shit. Yeah. He sells it real good. You don't believe in heaven. Tell to the man who lives in hell, bro. <laughs> A lot of philosophizing in the late 90s that maybe didn't get too far. Yeah, it's kind of kind of cursory philosophizing. Yeah. Was it our age? Was it just that, that dorm room philosophizing? Yeah. I didn't go to a dorm room, but it's well, the it, same. It, there's some commonality between uh, that age when you're starting to come online, you know, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, figure life out. Yeah. Sure. Finding problems with fences. <laughs> What's a fence? <laughs> I got rid of all the stolen stereos. Tell the man to move his fence away. <laughs> he doesn't have to hide again today. He didn't even say tear it down. He just said move it, you know? Because you can't get rid of problems. You just got to, you know? Late 90s was a great time to be a white boy. So was complaints. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's always a good time to be a white boy full of complaints. White, it's not that white privilege is a bad thing. It's just that everybody should have it. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting that there on the assessment, dude. There there, I said it. Yeah, you did. Everybody should have it. Yeah. That's how everyone should, should be living. Heard it here first. You heard once the world white. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> I know I, that's not what you're saying, take, Jared. Hot take. Some might say the end of the song is a bit long. Yeah, it, but, yeah, I'm tired know. of it by this point. You know, it's like I, I appreciate the song again. It's one of those one of the valley songs. You know, right. necessary. It doesn't fall off. It's not a bad song. But if you had if their whole album was those valley, you know, the three valley songs or so that we've come across, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that strong. For sure. Am I going out on a limb saying? Uh, am I going out on a limb <laughs> asking myself a question I'm about to answer? <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, so brave of you. Is it the peaks that make the album? I think this has a good song structure throughout the whole album. Yeah, and once um, again, that's not a bad. Like I, 
I would be I would put that on my album I would say that's a good enough song I would put on my album yeah 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 you're not mad at it when it no. comes on the songwriting standpoint yeah gotta get the fuck out of here it's a song assessment uh yeah it's you know Cast no shadow. See what happens after a valley. Yeah, let's let's run into this. Slide coming in there. Very handy. So they're not afraid to to use a formula. Strings are nice. They just that a keyboard. It's a Mellotron. Yeah. They add to it. They adjust it a little bit. They play within that formula. Although I feel if you're going to write a parody Oasis song, this would almost be the one. <laughs> Not mad at the melodron or strings, whatever that is in the back, You could almost sing any Oasis song over this song. <laughs> Gonna be the day. As he faced the sun, he cast no shadow. One great line can save a bad stanza. Yeah, and you know they knew enough. They knew enough to drop out mostly of that because normally in the stage, in that stage of the song, through most of their songs on this album, they ramp it up. They do that fake bridge. They do. Like Def Leppard does that really well, and we should. I don't know what their second album is, but we may, we might have to fast track a Def Leppard album. Like on through the night. I don't know. Pyromania. I don't know. I mean, we hope. We gotta look into this. Yeah, if it's Pyromania, they got like the one with the crazy. Oh, high and dry. I forgot all about that. Not we'll talk good. about this later. That's uh, <laughs> something right. should be discussed at this moment. <laughs> Get some Quigsy. Go Gigsy. Gigsy. Did you hear that their bass players with Banksy? <laughs> Gonna start that rumor right now. <laughs> but you don't know who Banksy is, dude. He's a fucking bass player for Oasis. Stupid. You didn't know that. Yeah. You didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I could give you something after Oasis broke up. Yeah, that's why he could be out here trying to get that Oasis money. What was their split? Noah getting half? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely like some kind of, well, words and lyrics right there. So that's, that's an extra chunk. I mean, he's referred to like giving his brother like a living. Sure. Um, in jest, in some of the interviews, there's that little bit of ribbing. I wonder if some of that underlying split is part of it. That is, I mean, honestly, business-wise, I think he deserves it. Oh yeah. What? It's a yeah. It's a slippery slope, and I'm a, I'm an all for one, one for all guy, like in my own business. Mm-hmm. But then again, you'd want to tell him the, to go fuck himself every day, <laughs> even if you if you gave it, you know, if you were fine with the split, right? After a while, I think he'd feel like I could just... If other people were writing songs, but or their parts, like, if when you hear that these songs... When, 
I don't know. I think he he writes a complete song and is probably the mastermind behind. You know, right down to the uh-huh, background vocals yeah. like that. I'm sure that was his idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I, what I'm saying is, I'd be fine if Noel's getting more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're in agreement there. <laughs> it's not quite the full on like Pete Townsend, like where. And I'm sorry, Bonehead and, and Giggsy and uh, Alan White Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, you're just not in Twistle and Moon. No. Sorry. No. What? Can you imagine what the fuck Oasis would be if they had an in Twistle and Moon? I don't know. Might be too much. That's way too much. Might, that's, it, you that's, know, that's a... Yeah. They'd be them crooked vultures. <laughs> I do like this song a little bit, though. This is a great song. I like it. I like the little minor turn at the... Right there. It's pretty. I'm always been a fan of, like, la la las or ah ha ha's or any yeah. oohs and ahs. You had mentioned that, too. I'm a fan of that. One of the last podcasts, a few, a few ago. You're right. It's just the... When, oh, Madge. When, when she did, she came up with some of her own ver- vernacular and it sucked. Um, this, this song makes me feel a little bit like their album cover where we got the city street and blurred figure. Yeah. One going one way, one going the other way. This one looking like, what, like you want what you me? want from me. The record producer somewhere on here holding up the master reel over his face. And this image isn't big enough that I can make him out. Yeah. But, but you know, that's the... Uh, again, you're listening to this with headphones... And at That's this a point, good headphone song. Yeah, you're walking through a city street. Cast yeah. no shadow. Cast no shadow. Who are you? What are you doing? Dropping the bucket. But fine with it, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm getting from this one by looking at the album cover. You want me to interpret some other <laughs> shit, too? Hey, I took responding to art my senior year as well. <laughs> <laughs> She's electric. Yeah. I think this should, that really should have an exclamation point at the end. I don't think he's very excited about how electric she is. They kind of ride. Yeah, that's true. I want to be sarcastic and she's really a dim bulb. Passenger by the Stooges. Very much so. <laughs> or, yeah, that's Iggy, actually, by itself, yeah. right? Yeah. I enjoy the Cheeky Boy uh, lyrics on this one, actually. Yeah, I mean, overall, it's a song I can kind of take it or leave it. Musically, I agree. I agree. But the Cheeky lyrics make it fun. But did you just go for that? Yeah, that <laughs> he's having fun with the falsetto. Get on you. Get on you, Liam. It's like a cross. I'm not going to. I'm making Beatles comparisons. It's getting boring and no one enjoys it. But uh, I'm just saying it resembles one particular. Y'all Can I be like you too? I thought you were talking about Pete Best. He's 
guy knew the drum beat was like Pete Best. No. You didn't know that? You didn't know <laughs> that's Pete Best. That's how it very felt like a McCarthy song. Yeah. yeah. That, that particular turn right there, that little chordal movement, he always went for a sort of corny shit like that. Yeah. And that's what that is, a corny chord turn, dude. It's yeah, just, he's the cute one. Yeah. It's the cute one kind of song. He's a cheeky boy, too. Paul's a cheeky boy. Don't let him fool you. Yeah. He might be a knight. He's Sir Cheeky Boy. <laughs> that's what his, that's his <laughs> correct name. Cheek, Sir Cheeky Boy. One in the oven, but it's nothing to do with me. He's not my son. <laughs> is that what he's talking about here? That verse, anyway. Think? Yeah. He's like straight up Mori Povich's shit. I mean, it seems like a, a number of these are relationship kind of songs. Sure. You know, as far as uh, I don't know if they have a theme going through the whole album. I haven't really been paying attention to the, you know to. Yeah. This is a relationship song. This is a breakup song. This is a, I'm gonna be all right even though the situation sucks kind of song. Noel's a cheeky boy and he's clever, but he's, he's not fucking Dylan, you know. Yeah, that's not you're not gonna get that from him. Not a lot of their songs are taken from that perspective of I'm broken. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I'm devastated through because of this moment. They, they, yeah. There's an underlying resolve. Uh, he's carrying through the songwriting. Ralph Macchio before he gets his heart broken in Crossroads. Okay, yeah. He can't play the blues yet. Yeah. Yeah. Ralph Macchio needed to have an abusive father <laughs> in Crossroads. <laughs> right? And then he would have been way better, way quicker. Well, you'd figure. That, and then maybe that's what it is. Father's doing the new corny shit like this. Because you know there's real... They could tap into real pathos if they wanted to. Yeah. They choose not to. That's their artistic decision. That's fine. But I just, misery loves company, and I wish they were more miserable sometimes. But when we <laughs> get into Meet is Murder by the Smiths, we'll have that covered. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> this is the, anti, I mean, it's the anti-Morrissey. What, what, what Everything's was, uh, great. Yeah, <laughs> Everything's what fine. Smiths doing at this point? Or, or Morrissey? Uh, breaking up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not being together, not being the Smiths this is Morrissey time right here. Yeah. This is Morrissey time. <laughs> Mo time. Ah, but if whatever you think about that, she's electric. After every valley, bro, is the peak. It's another great. Is that this? I guess it's half a half a title track. Morning glory. Yeah. No parentheses on this guy. Yeah, and that two two kind of like you know fillers yeah, until yeah. this one. You. Yes, you. <laughs> right. Actually, you know, when we talk about pathos, this is like the, the opening line of this one is one of my favorite openings. You know, all your dreams are made when you chain to the mirror and the razor blade. They're finally getting like down to the, the, the dirty shit. I mean, that's why I like the song so much, but it's also just a banger. Along the lines of on their next album, you know, song, You Know What I Mean? The song was called You Know What I Mean? It was more like, tell me. I get a little Zeppelin on that intro. Ah, 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 ah. I like this. I like how it kicks. Yeah. Yeah. So that's tambourine. Way back there, but he's doing it. Yeah. 
it's surprisingly difficult. It's an endurance instrument. I've tried to play tambourine. I suck at it. It's a process. You can't suck at the. You're a drummer. You can't suck at the tambourine. Have you ever seen me practice the tambourine? <laughs> I figured you didn't need to. Thanks, bro. <laughs> no respect. Respect to playing tambourine. You got to build up some muscles in there. There's a whole spin your wrist style. There's the whole, you know, three shakes and then a palm hit yeah, style. Yeah. Like you can you can blow out an elbow, no problem. Time. You put a bruise on your thigh, real good too. Yeah, you get exactly. You gotta you gotta build up. You see Davy Jones' thigh after a show. <laughs> Reboot. He's <laughs> <laughs> almost made me short circuit. I like this because this is more along the. This is almost like edging up to it's like shoegaze light. Yeah, yeah. What they're doing here, and it's just accessing accessing a different sort of set of influences, and, and I like it, it. It's too yeah, it's too bright to be shoegaze. There's nothing much Beatlesy about this. Same as the third verse, same as the first. Yeah, he, he recycles a bit here in this one. Strong, though. Yeah. Name checking the Beatles again right here. Mauer never knows. They weren't being subtle. No. They weren't trying to. No, and they didn't, they didn't uh, back away from any of the comparisons either. No, I think they, they were just... Arrogant enough to take it as a compliment. Yeah, but it kind of was. Well, it, in one interview I saw today, who's the number one band? Um, they said the Beatles. Who's number two? They said Oasis. <laughs> uh They believed it. I, I believe that they believed it. You could drop a jewel like this, like three quarters into the album. Yeah. Once again, shout out to sequencing. Again, this album is sequenced really well. That's going the way of the buggy whip, too, as albums do the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a return, isn't it? Like, um, everything started with singles coming out, and now yeah, we're... Pendulum's going that way. Yeah, we're swinging into that. <laughs> Wake up, wanker. <laughs> it's coming up. And that's not what he says, but it sounds good to me. Wake up, wanka. <laughs> <laughs> cheeky boys. I guess who else is cheeky boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? Because you were cutting it out early? <laughs> we get, uh, I'm just going to let it roll right into Untitled Number 2, okay. a.k.a. Swamp Song 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Got any history on why they did instrumentals? Why they do I, I don't know. I actually didn't delve, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm not gonna let this roll into the next song. Like, I am because the next song is not important. You said uh, you mentioned this album two days ago, and I did not listen to it between now and then until yeah. right now because honestly, I had listened to the shit out of this album when it came out. You, you had it. You had it in your head. Um, but Nobody it has been it has been a number of years. Yeah. Since I've sat down and listened to this album, yeah. 
and uh, now when I mentioned it, things. when I mentioned it a few days ago, how did that go down? I was like, oh, word, yeah, because it was kind of a forgot. It's one I just kind of put away for a while. Yeah, I got that text at three in the morning. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just thinking, like, are we podcasting? And I did not think of the time. Were you asleep? You had to be asleep. Oh, uh, I was lightly asleep. <laughs> But uh, I woke up immediately, and mostly because of time change shit. So I've been waking up in, in odd hours. Sure. But it was funny because I just started answering, and you're like, sent, you know, what what album we're going to do? We talked about a few. Uh, Oasis. Yeah. What's the story, Morning Glory? I think my reply was boom. Yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, God damn, it's three in the morning where you're at. Yeah. Then I did the math, and I felt bad. But, yeah. It was uh, good. Good sport. Well, absolutely. I'm sure we probably joked around a little bit, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But didn't I text you and ask you for $40,000? Oh, yeah, you needed a stake in a video game tournament or some shit. What were you doing? Pinball? for like? Did you lose? Let me see your pinky. No, man. It was the fucking it was the game from Apocalypse Now. Shooting game. I think that's what I wrote you. Oh. When the Christopher Walken got in. You heard pinball? <laughs> I'm a little I'm fuzzy, not. Chris. Yeah, yeah, me a little too. fuzzy when you do that. I'm a little Sometimes fuzzy you right catch me too. in a fuzzy state. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have come to the last and final song. Oh. Um, special note. Everyone knows this song, Champagne Soup. Never. Let's say it real fast. <laughs> it's a, it doesn't roll off. The Champagne Supernova. No, it's a tough one to say. I'm glad you're saying it. Like, I have trouble. Uh, is this song as good as Morning Glory? No. No. But it's a hell of a goddamn closer. I'm about album closers. Yeah. Jeez, and please. like a good batting order, it sets up uh, the first song. Slowly album. walking down the hall faster than a cannonball. How's that possible? Where were you when we were getting high? Yeah, how is that physically possible to slowly walk down a hall it's, nah, man, faster yeah. than a cannonball? It's, it's, it's one of those uh, Ringo Starr conundrums. Like eight days a week. Right? It's, yeah. it's, it's um, a Tibetan... <laughs> that, you know, Zen <laughs> fucking cone. Tao of Liam is what we're getting, or Noel, actually, I should say, probably. Yeah. Well, we'll just let it go because, I mean, if you didn't hear this song in 1995, you were living with Ted Kaczynski in the woods. Ooh, right. Not bored. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you were in the womb and you heard it. Yeah. And the most Noel Gallagher solo. Like, how'd they get Paul Weller to come on and do a Noel Gallagher solo? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. This was on the radio every 45 minutes. It was in the grocery store, it was in the mall, TV, inescapable. How many special people change? How many lives are living strange? Where were you while we were getting high? Is this the most successful single being an album closer that we've covered so far? I think so. This is probably the most yeah, strongest finish. Successful finishing song on the album. As far as money shots go, this one sold some units. Yeah. I don't know what a champagne supernova is, but it's like it's like one of those like T Rex made up, like a hub hubcap diamond star halo. It's got to be something to behold. Yeah, it's got to look cool, man. <laughs> it definitely looks cool. Sounds cool, anyway. Yeah. 
you know, it's redundant. Of course, you got to have it in the sky. You can't have a champagne supernova happen, like, in your basement. I, <laughs> in your eye. <laughs> You're writing. <laughs> You're writing over there, oh, Liam. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's perfectly acceptable to take lyrics that you thought people were saying, and if you find out they didn't say them, you can have them. That's yours. That's yeah, yours. Your brain made yep. that up. Yep. Yeah. Have a ball. <laughs> Sneer. Big ass chorus. Yeah. Boy, you don't get a lot of those anymore. Yeah. Even if I and, get on my old man's soapbox for two minutes. And they let you hear the click of the um, the uh, drumstick on the ride there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's part of the thing. Because yeah, he's, you know, live, you're probably just going to swell that ride. No. But, uh, you know, recording-wise, you gotta you got to pull it back. So, you know, it's almost like um, sometimes you hear the fingers strumming on a guitar, mm-hmm. and, and, and most of the time that's annoying, but you know, every now and then... We get some left-hand fret squeak. Yeah. Serves. Strong move to cry out the word why. <laughs> Very difficult to pull off, and they nailed it. That's an A plus uh, on true. how to do it. That's a true. clinic. I don't think I could do it that well. No, I couldn't pull that you off. You could, you could get attacked by somebody in the streets and start yelling why, and I'd still not feel it was as poignant. Why is as what Paul he's Weller? Right why there. is Paul Weller playing this solo? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it is. It's like this is how you do it, right? You've been doing it this way the whole album. I don't want to fuck with things. Yeah, that's good. I mean, whatever. Paul Weller's fine. So I was going to apologize. You're fine, Paul. Don't. It's it's a great solo. Paul's gonna be all right. Hardly any notes. It's awesome. And I never saw them live. I don't know. Did you ever see them live? I did not either. Again, I'm having trouble with if you're caught beneath a landslide. <laughs> right? Caught beneath a landslide. In the champagne supernova. The champagne, the champagne supernova, supernova caused the landslide. You know what? Maybe it's a, it, this. Maybe this is like the bends. It's like a fame thing. Like there, there's so much celebration and, and uh, pomp and circumstance. That's the champagne supernova. Like it's dangerous to be in as I well think as they're both, beautiful to behold. Yeah. And Ooh. that, because of that, there's a, a weight that is making the earth slide from underneath you, slide on top of sure. you, cover you, you know? Um, is that where they're going with this fucking thing? I think these are both, they're both like drink specials at Chili's. You'd like yeah. the champagne supernova for a dollar more? Well, I'll take uh, the landslide. Oh, landslide, yeah. Uh, would you like to landslide it for, uh, for, t- mm-hmm. for $3 extra? Yeah, yeah. Landslide that supernova! <laughs> If that's not an order, you can make it the Hard Rock Cafe and someone's fucking up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just come to your oh, table. Oh, maybe this is Paul Weller. Fucking slam two bottles next to each other. I'm going to say this is the Paul Weller part. Yeah. I'll go with that. Because that... I'm going to stand... I'm going to stand yeah. corrected by myself. That earlier one, that was, that was Noel. This is Paul getting down. Yeah.
Honestly, though, he's had that mod haircut since the 70s. It's working, you know? He's like Rod. I guess if you're a mod, you can't change your hair. And apparently if you're Robert Smith, you can't change your hair either. People freak. What if he just came out with like the... He just hit the flattening iron one day, Robert Smith just got... I saw him straightened he, out. I swear to God I saw this on TV when I was in a hotel with my mom. Yeah. Watching uh, The Cure play live. He was in like a suit singing and stuff and he pulled he pulled the hair off his head and he had short Ooh, hair. It was a wig. Yeah. He did that. I swear to God I saw that in a live performance on TV where during the middle of the song he, he took it off and he would he wasn't dressed like sad clown either he was dressed like in a suit you know like oh, whatever but he, he, not as like making a statement suit yeah, but like yeah. a David Byrne kind of suit okay kind of goofy and oversized and, and yeah and pulled it off pulled, or one pulled off the suit and two pulled off the fucking <laughs> wig yeah wow I guess wig snatched that happened I always thought that was cool huh I just, just wow just destroyed something for me though though Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I thought that was his real. Because <laughs> it looks, well, it's great hair. He bought some good hair. Yeah. Looks good. I, hate, I mean, I don't they're going to bury was, him I'm, in that I'm hair. Saying, I'm not saying it was always a wig or anything. I'm not sure. That's If he but has an open like casket. making a commentary at some point. They're not going to just part his hair for his final resting. He's going, he's going, teased. he's going down he's in that. Teased. He's getting teased to the Paying grave. for the extra long coffin. Yeah. He could have had like <laughs> at least eight inches. Yeah, yeah, it's up there. And that was some big ass hair. Is yeah. some big ass hair. God, yeah. I hope he's with us for much longer, please. I don't want anything bad to happen to Robert Smith. Sure. Well, this song is not with us much longer. It's got that nice little fade out. Go. It is a uh, classic song structure. They're not having any fuckery or any real crazy chord changes or pre-bridges or, or whatever. No, they're just straight down the barrel. This is the way to end it. Um, I think that record's over. Yeah. I think so far, with all the records we've covered, and I think we're going to find this with the future ones, this is going to hold up as an excellent second album. It is the definition of a great second album. Financially went through the roof. It blew them up. Um, Built on what they did in the first. The first album's no slouch. Yeah. Yep. This is just, uh, you know, it's like um, they're on a trajectory. This one set this trajectory. Um, a little bit higher, boom! You know, it's, we can crank this up a notch. If yeah. we nailed the second album, we can really blow this thing wide open, and they did. Um, you know, ultimately they broke up. I, I don't know what year. Third was album it wasn't up. amazing. Had its moments like that. Fastest. Their about. third album was their fastest, or the fastest selling album in UK history. Oh, I believe it. I bet you did pretty good here too, because that was another one that. It was kind of anti- I was anticipating. Yeah, it. And yeah I yeah. knew when it was coming out, and I went and got it. And then I was like, "Yeah." And maybe it suffered. Maybe because of the strength of this one, and we're going to find this too. Is some of these third albums aren't as good as the second. It suffers a little bit. Well, and their relationships were falling apart at the seams, and the yeah, band they, was imploding. It's hard to it's hard to do great work. It can be done, but it's yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, hard. yeah, for sure. It's hard to do. You know, the police did it, but I don't think they were ever really imploding and like being torn I don't think they apart they were ever really friends yeah I don't, that's the yeah. sad part I don't <laughs> yeah. think that they broke up I think they just never were that close to begin with you know when they were doing what Ghost in the Machine 
they were they were having troubles. They weren't talking too much to each other. They're not yeah. super chummy, but fucking made a sick album. It's then synchronicity on top of that, like they they were able to do it. They had that professional relationship. Yeah, there's a little family going on in here, yeah. and there's a little little I'm sure dirty play, foul play, <laughs> dirty no, pool. No. There you go. You're right, foul get there, Noah. You know that. My name's Noel. Somebody got a sticky wicket. You know it, me. You're nobody. Nobody. I'm the singer. I sing the songs. I write the songs. Oh, you can go fuck yourself and (laughs) sing it on your own. Well, I'll just do that then. I don't care. I'll fucking sing it. Don't do the MTV all on my own. I don't care what Paul did to us. We have to let it go, <laughs> Liam. We have to love each other's brothers. There you go. Fuck your brother. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the other one, Paul. Not me. <laughs> Not on this episode. Oh, let's have another reenactment on the next episode, please. That's right. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey. Smoke weed every day.